0: you from the Lone Star State, a pop culture podcast about movies, TV, toys, and other dorky things, with a twist of real-life dad stuff, too. So here he is, Lucky the Dork Dad. This is the Dork Dad Podcast.
1: What's up, dorks? This is your host, Lucky the Dork Dad, and this is a new episode of the Dork Dad Podcast. Now that I'm recording this on Tuesday morning, October 15th. I just got off of work, I'm back working nights this week, and I just want to welcome any new listeners coming from way of the RLU, Raw Live Unedited Podcasting Network. I do got to say I had a crazy week this past week, a lot of podcasting, I had uh, time some, to visit some old friends, got a chance to meet some new friends, and just a crazy crazy work week so just a quick update on the technical side of things i'm still getting in new equipment um i had pj on my last episode and you could probably tell he had the better mic i gave him the better mic to use uh so i did get another mic another good mic quote unquote that way when i do have more guests in-house uh we can both sound pretty good so Having said that, again, thank you to PJ last week. I got a lot of positive feedback uh, from last week's show. Hopefully we can do it again uh, for schedules, line up. And remember, you can catch PJ and his crew on the Hustlers Huddle podcast. You can find them currently on Spotify and soon to be everywhere else you can get your podcast. Okay, so in this episode, I have to get into my daughter's birthday and other dad stuff I didn't get a chance to talk about in the last episode because we got all caught up in this Joker madness. Uh, Not just my show, but also the RLU Weekly Show. If you haven't heard that one, we get deep, deep, uh, (laughs) deep into some Joker uh, madness. But so along with dad stuff, we're going to talk about the latest dork news. we get some get to some Halloween themed dork dad questions, plus a little what you're watching featuring Breaking Bad movie, El Camino, that just dropped this past week on Netflix. But first, take a listen to this.
0: Do you ever feel scared? I'm scared of the dark. I'm scared of failing. I'm scared I don't have the spark. I'm scared of being dumb. I'm scared of what I don't know. I'm scared of dying. I'm scared to grow. I'm scared to be me. I'm scared of Chucky. I'm scared of a lot of things. I'm scared I'm not lucky. What does it take to overcome your fears? What does it take to turn your gears? What does it take for you to break through? What does it take for you to be you? Confidence is a journey. Let us take you there. Style and confidence. Threeleggedrabbit.com Be big, be strong, be you.
1: Yes, so go ahead and check out threeleggedrabbit.com. That is the number three, rabbit.com. If you look under podcast gear, anything under that category, if you use the co- the code podcast at checkout, you can get 10% off any podcast gear, that is Dork Dad podcast items as well as the Raw Live unedited podcast gear as well. So check it out, threeleggedrabbit.com. So let's go ahead and start things off with some dork news. And you know what? Shit Holy shit, right? Before I start, some crazy, crazy shit happened. So, Dave motherfucking Chappelle announced he was in town. That's right here in San Antonio, Texas on Monday, right? And he just announced all out of a sudden that he's going to do a surprise show Monday night. I was like, God damn it. So as soon as I found out about it, uh, I was like, shit, I have to go. I have to go to the show. But I guess I found out too late. You know, it was announced that tickets were going to go on sale at 3 p.m. The show was going to start at 9 p.m. here downtown at the Aztec Theater, which I have been to many a times. Um, You know, when I found out it wasn't even noon yet, and there were already reports of people lined up for blocks downtown, you know, right there by the Aztec Theater. And I was like, damn it, you know, don't these people have anything else better to do today? But then I forgot, you know what, it's a freaking holiday, it's Columbus Day. All these fools are probably off of work today. But, I bet not every one of those fools got a ticket. So supposedly they also went on on sale online and they were real stingy they were giving people only a limit of two tickets also they weren't messing around they're saying no cell phones nothing that was going to go on so of course i wasn't able to get any right Uh, before i head to work i saw people they already had them on offer up and all these other outlets I mean, they had pairs of tickets going for two grand. Two grand? Get the fuck out of here. I want to go, or I wanted to go to this show so bad, but I don't want to go that bad. Not no $2,000 bad. So, again, sad to say, I didn't make it, but, you know, I had to work anyways. So, if anyone did make it to the show, please, please uh let me know how it went um but yeah anyways moving on so as normal or as normal as lately we are going to start off the news with this weekend's box office numbers now again this is just the weekend friday saturday sunday so the top three um disappointing gemini man Coming in at number three with two, $20 million. Or actually $2.5, $20.5 million. Number two in this opening week as well. Coming in strong with the $30 million. Is The Adams Family. That's the new animated flick. And of course number one. Hanging on to the top spot. Is Joker. Coming in with another $55.8 million over the weekend. Giving it a grand total after two weeks. $193 million. And again that is just domestic numbers. I'm sure it is way past that by now. Now as far as movies opening this weekend. We have Zombieland 2. Double Tap. Maleficent. The Captain, The Lighthouse, and by the grace of God, just to name a few. So, check those movies out. Okay, so let's get into some real news. Well, I don't know if I would call this one particular news or actual news. Maybe just wishful thinking. But... Now that Disney owns Deadpool, which by the way, they did say moving forward, they're going to stick with the rated R rating for any Deadpool movies moving forward. So that's great. But also now that they own Deadpool, right, it has been suggested by the fans that with the loss of Stan Lee, They should replace Stan Lee cameos with Deadpool cameos. Now, no disrespect to Stan the man. You know, the man was a genius. But I also think this idea is pretty freaking genius. Um, Again, it may not be a popular opinion, but it's my opinion, right? I mean, think about it. It's a way to bring Deadpool into the MCU without really bringing him in the MCU. Because, honestly, I really don't see how his character would meld with the current MCU. Um, Because, you know, he always breaks the fourth wall, right? And I think because of that, I think cameos are perfect, right? He, he, can, he can break that fourth wall. He can talk to the, talk to the audience during these cameos, right? Um, I don't know. I don't know what you guys think, but I think it's, it's pretty genius. I hope someone out there from Disney is listening, and looking at this. I really think they got something there. Let's see. Moving on, we have a trailer for. Dr. Doolittle or it's just Doolittle right not to be confused by Eddie Murphy's Dr. Doolittle this movie is a little closer representation to the original books where the character was created now in this trailer we get mentions from from the creators of Wonderland Ellison Wonderland and the By the people that brought you Maleficent, right? I thought, which are both Disney um, movies. Now I thought, wow, Disney is flipping the script again. This one looks visually stunning, right? But hold the hell on. We are being fooled by everybody. This is not even a Disney movie. I mean, this this is a universal property. And what do I say to that? I say, clever girl, right? I was totally fooled. I really, really thought this was a Disney movie. I mean, it resembled a Disney trailer. You know, I didn't even, I didn't even notice that there was no Disney logo at the beginning, right? You know, and that's another thing that I have an issue with Disney I think I first noticed it when we saw The Lion King. And I don't know if anyone else has picked up on it. But have you noticed that the logo now is just Disney? Like I said, I noticed it on Lion King. I'm not sure when exactly they dropped the Walt from Walt Disney from their logo. I mean, at the beginning of the movies, you know, they always showed the castle right and it always said walt disney but now it just says disney so i don't know is that a kick in the balls to the man himself or or is it just a sign of the times i mean or is it a rebranding if you will either way you look at it it is a change good or bad that's what we got but back to Doolittle, so it looks amazing, right, RDJ, I mean, it, it doesn't really show you a whole lot, it shows you a lot of animals, a lot of interactions, it's an old-timey story, uh, he has some kind of accent, so either way, not a Disney movie, universal movie, I will most likely check it out. Okay, so speaking of Disney, on Monday, Disney released a three-hour long trailer. That's right, I said three hours. So, they put this trailer out showcasing everything that is going to be on Disney Plus in chronological order at at its release on November 12th I haven't seen it nor do I want to waste three hours of my life watching this trailer but there has been a lackluster buzz floating about the interwebs you know I'm not too sure what people were thinking when Disney said they were going to release their entire catalog of movies and shows well With the exception of Song of the South. Because apparently that's too racist now. Um, But, you know, I understand maybe not everyone is is going to tune in to movies like Davy Crockett. Sammy the Way Out Seal. The Million Dollar Duck. Or Darby O'Gill and the Little People. Which is a great movie, by the way. You got to see that one. All I can say is it will have plenty, plenty of content. You know, majority of the folks may not be, may not seem too excited for all the old titles and all the slew of Disney Channel movies. But I think it's great, you know. You know, there are a lot of older movies, a lot of older shows. That I would love to share with my kids You know, things that I saw as a kid And really have not been available anywhere Unless you find some random old VHS tape buried somewhere Um, They just weren't available to show So I'm actually excited for the old stuff So, of course, everybody's waiting for Mandalorian and all these new shows which will be there as well. But as far as the the somber news of all, of all this stuff coming out. I don't think it's somber or bad news at all. I think it's great. So all y'all internet fools. I don't know what y'all thinking. And if you want to check out the whole list. And you want to watch this three hour long video. You can find it on YouTube. I'm. To look under Disney Plus I don't know Opening shows, whatever it's called So Moving on, let's see Training Day So It has been announced Or it's in the talks As a lot of movies are I'm sure So they are working on A Training Day prequel Kind of To Um I guess, in celebration of the 20th anniversary of the original training day. Uh, 20th anniversary? Are you shitting me? I'm getting old. So, a prequel, right? Um, Set to be a decade before the original, which would make it the year 1992. And supposedly would be set... Roughly two days before the Rodney King verdict. So that's that's an interesting twist to it. Now who... For a prequel, who are we going to get to play Alonzo Harris? Who are we going to get to play Denzel's character? Because he obviously cannot play himself in a prequel set 10 years before the original, which is already 20 years old. So... <laughs> Who are we going to get? I mean, we know Denzel's son, um, John Washington, has done some work. He was in The Black Klansman, which is roughly, I think he's roughly 35 years old, so it kind of fits the role. What about a Michael B? Huh? A Michael B Jordan as a young Denzel young Alonzo Harris in training day, you know, everybody's hyped on Michael B. right now, I still am, I think that'd be great, I think his lips are too big, but <laughs> I'm just kidding, but then um, Michael B. would be great, I think, what do you guys think, I don't know, Um. what else, so coming to America, that's that's the number two. So, that's the Coming to America sequel, the Eddie Murphy, um, Arsenio Hall movie. We all know and love the original, right? So, there is some, I don't know, disturbing news, or not disturbing, it's the wrong word. Some concerning news, maybe. So, the original movie was rated R, right? it has said to be that coming to america is going to be rated PG-13 now it may not be a big deal but at the same time what's going on Eddie Murphy i mean i mean Eddie Murphy has been doing he, let's be honest, he's been doing kids' movies, right? Uh, we mentioned Dr. Doolittle, right? Nutty Professor. Um, you know, all these type of movies. Um, kid-friendly, family-friendly. And even though he he claims he's going to get back into stand-up next year, uh, he mentioned it on uh, with Jerry Seinfeld when he was, uh, you know, Riding in cars with comedians Getting coffee Whatever that show is I think I think he's scared to be raw again I think he's scared to cross that line Um, I think he's scared to be A Dave Chappelle um, And some of these other comics that, that ride that fine line That aren't scared of being Real Right I think he's had a had too much of a a good thing going with this family friendly trying to keep up his family friendly image maybe he thinks um you know because of all his past movies maybe he feels it's his responsibility to put up something that kids can watch um I don't know I I'm a little disappointed But I'm still going to see it anyways, right? I just hope coming to America is not another nutty professor or anything like that. Um, But we'll just have to see. What do you guys feel about that? Coming to America, PG-13. I don't know. So... This is not any uh, movie news or anything, but maybe more toy news or collector news. So we all know since the closing of Toys R Us, the NECA toys, figures, products, what have you, are now available at Target. Which is fine and dandy, but it has just been announced by NECA officially that you will... Now be able to get NECA products at Target.com. Now previously, before this, they were not there because I was I was looking them up myself. Um, but they were never there at Target.com. So now you can find them there. Supposedly, I haven't looked yet. But that announcement was made by NECA. So be on the lookout for that. Let's see, we do have some Batman news, right? So again, today, a lot of stuff coming out today on Monday. Um, The Batman, the Matt Reeves flick. It has been announced that Zoe Kravitz has been cast as Catwoman slash Selina Kyle. So she will join the likes of... Lee Merriweather from 1966, Michelle Pfeiffer, Halle Berry, and most recently Anne Hathaway to Don the Sexy Leather Getup. Now one thing that's interesting about Zoe Kravitz is this is not the first time she has been able to play the Frisky Feline. She was actually the voice of Catwoman in the Lego Batman movie. Uh, I wasn't aware of that before this. Um, Not sure if that had any influence on Reeves' decision to cast her or not, but she was um, one of many actresses considered. Um, Some other actresses that were in the running were Anna de Armas, I guess that's the way you say it. Um she's gonna be in the upcoming Knives Out movie and in the James Bond flick, No Time to Die. We also had an Ella Balinska who was who'll be the who'll be in the new Charlie's Angels movie. And there was also Isa Gonzalez Who played Darling in Baby Driver. Mm -mm. So all of these said actresses. Did actually spend some time on screen. With the Pat Man right. Now considering there has to be some obvious. Chemistry between the characters. Hopefully Reeve saw something in Kravitz. That can really bring the cat to life. Let's see in other bat news, Batgirl Bombed. The end. That's all that's all I have on that. Alright, let's move on to some Dork Dad questions. Now this first one is a legit question from me. Um when I asked what is your favorite vampire movie or show? I only asked this because the only vampire stuff that I've seen are the Lost Boys, um, From Dusk Till Dawn, and maybe Fright Night back in the day, and that's it. Um, I'm not as cultured, if you will and the whole vampire genre. Um, Well, if you count Twilight, my wife made me watch those. So what did you guys have to say? I need some recommendations for vampire stuff. So the Geek Out Show says Lost Boys. All right, got that one. Damian Jeter. Says Bram Stoker's Dracula, hands down. Again, that's one that I know of. I've just never seen. Um, ayo, Mister Bidgeek says Bram Stoker's Dracula as well, and Interview with the Vampire. I know that's that Tom Cruise one, right? Again, never seen it. Um, 80's baby says Vampire in Brooklyn Now I know that has Eddie Murphy in it Um Augustin Garcia 1190 it Says favorite vampire show Would have to be True Blood That's just too Nah not for me Um He says not a perfect show But overall good Let's see Taco Subo Girl says interview with the vampire with some black hearts. Alright. Uh, Justin 73 says Blade and Interview with the Vampire. Okay, now I have seen Blade, so I got that one too. Uh, Franken Culture says the whole what we do in the shadows team. I'm not familiar with that one at all strawberry feels forever says once bitten with jim carrey all right okay let's see what's on facebook we have armando martinez says number one lost boys number two near dark number three 30 days of night he says read it and three a interview with the vampire all right we have uh, david pointer says Anne rice movies okay uh jerry stowe says remember that show that aired really late at night when we were kids the main guy was a lucard dracula the series that i don't remember so gonna have to find that out Alex Bosquez says, What We Do in the Shadows. That's another vote for that show. Um, Chris Rizzo says, Buffy the TV series. But I watched it more for her than the vampires. I mean, who didn't? Who don't love Buffy? Um... <laughs> Nicholas von Frankenstein says, Whichever one this guy is the star of. And he put my picture on there. Okay, and last but not least, El Sinestro says, Stephen King's short story, One for the Road, which is set two years after Salem's Lot. Let the right one in, original, and the remake, Let Me In, 30 Days of Night, comic book, and the Josh Hartnett imagining, Once Bitten, oh how many times I wreck myself to Lauren Hutton, Vampire in Brooklyn, super underrated, Fright Night, but if I'm gonna be blasphemous, I think I like the remake more Yes that is blasphemous Let's see Buffy the Vampire Slayer TV show Specifically season 2 And From dust till motherfucking dawn For the win I would have to say that's my favorite At least from what I've seen So thank you Everybody that responded I uh, now Now I have A lot more things to look forward to in the way of vampire movies and shows. Let's see, what else did I ask? So I also asked the question, if you could trick or treat at a celebrity's house, who would it be and maybe a why? So, let's see. We got just Justin 73 says, Whichever gives out the best treats. Okay. The Geek Out Show says, Oprah, Oprah Winfrey with her generous ass. I'm most likely to walk away with a car or, worst case, an iPad. That's coming from Seth. Star Wars Savage says, Tom Cruise. I'd fuck with him because fuck that guy. <laughs> uh, yes, that's awesome. Uh, Urban Spooky says, Bill Cosby. I guess he wants his pudding pops. And then he comes back and says, "Uh, wait, no, Kevin Spacey. Again, I guess he would like his pudding pop. What else we got? We got uh, Chris Whitwell from The Hustler's Huddle Podcast. Says Jeff Ross. He says, think about how awesome it would be to get roasted over your costume by the master himself. See, Cedric Valdez said, I would say fluffy. That's Gabriel Iglesias. Because I know he given out the good stuff and maybe even a whole chocolate cake. And PJ, PJ Toms from the Hustlers Huddle podcast as well. Says Bill Murray, he says, I hear he likes to get down some. And I'm sure who doesn't want to get down with some Bill Murray? So, again, thank you for everybody that commented on this week's Dork Dad questions. Be on the lookout. Facebook and Instagram for more questions and I will definitely read your comments on the show okay let's see dad stuff this week so my it was my daughter's birthday we uh I didn't get a chance to talk about it last week because we were talking about Joker but my daughter did turn 14 and Again, she didn't know what the hell she wanted to do. She didn't want to party. She, she, oh, I mentioned she wanted to go to Six Flags, but I wasn't about to buy everybody a damn ticket to Six Flags. Um, so I convinced her. Uh, as I mentioned before, my company. Uh, rents out six flags for our family day which is coming up at the beginning of November so I told her what if I get a couple of extra tickets she can bring a couple of her friends with us just because it's just a whole better experience you don't have to wait in line and all that jazz Uh, you can get straight on the lines and on the rides right away so she was good with that so lucky for me, I didn't have to have any party, even though I know deep down she really likes parties, I mean, she really likes to be in the pedo, if you know what I mean, or at least that's what Mexicans say, you know, she really likes to be with the in crowd, but my daughter is so funny, because like, as crazy as she is, she can really be shy at times, she's not really one that Initiates conversation with people Um, It's like she only Talks to people when she's spoken to Maybe she gets a little bit of that from me But she's weird like that I don't know So We're going to go with Six Flags I mentioned Um, So really Since she didn't want a birthday party And we're going to do stuff with her friends later We pretty much just spent the day shopping she wanted to go to the outlet stores that are close by over here over in San Marcos so we did that um we got a few things um she wanted to go eat at Torchy's Tacos which is it's not a Mexican place let me tell you right now um this is like white people tacos right there are all these fancy tacos with, they're fancy tacos with with crazy ingredients and stuff um and it's good but they're like five dollars taco five six dollars for one taco get out of here um so we did that and then we went to this place where all they sell is churros right and they make them with different fillings and toppings you can get them with nuts you can have it served with ice cream chocolate all whatever you want so we did that We went shopping, we had um, dinner at Torchy's Taco, and we got some churros. So, plus she was being extra, extra nice that day, just because it was her birthday. But, of course, the very next day, she went back to being a little a-hole. So, that's what we did with my daughter on her birthday. See, as far as my son's. Again, Friday, we helped out, me and my wife helped out with the band at the football game. My wife helped out on Saturday. They had a, a band competition. I wasn't ready to go to that. So because it's like an all day thing. So my wife went to that and I stayed home with the other two punks. So let's see what else. So my boys, right, they are, they're super excited about um, My Hero Academia Season 4, which just started. So we'll just jump right into what you're watching. Um, So I thought I was caught up with My Hero, but I guess I didn't finish Season 3. I think I started stopped because I I was waiting for the dubbed episodes to come out um, when they first come out they're um, they're with subtitles and I don't got time for that uh, I wait until they're uh, dubbed so I think that's what I did so I still need to finish season three I think I'm like halfway through then I can start on season four so any anime, fools out there I know you guys know that season four just dropped so be on the lookout for that now I mentioned it with the whole old Disney shows coming out I'm always trying to get my kids to watch some of the movies and stuff that I grew up with right one movie I remember watching over and over was the Beastmaster right I remember I used to uh, I used to think that movie was so freaking cool, right? I told my youngest I said, "Hey, let's watch this movie. It's super, super cool. It's about this guy, right? He can control animals, right? Um, he sees what they see. They see what he sees. <laughs> he's got a he's got like a black tiger." Um, he's got a couple of ferrets, he's got this hawk that, with him all the time, and my youngest was the only one that was interested. So, we spent Sunday evening watching The Beastmaster. So, um, if you guys ever listen to um, Franken Culture, Franken Culture is another podcasting network that um, They have been uh, super nice to me and supportive of the show. They have a show called It Used to Be Better. um, Where they review older movies and they, the older movies that they used to love um, and determine if they still hold up or did they used to be better, right? Well... (laughs) I have to say as much as I love this movie. And remember watching it all the time. It does not hold up at all. But. I still love it. Um, It brings back a lot of memories. When I was a kid. But it's really. It's bad. (laughs) Um, The acting is bad. Especially in the main character Dar. Um, But. It's one of those movies that it's so bad, it's good. I mean, it's... You could say it's a B-movie, right? Um... It's like a Conan-esque... Some shirtless guy swinging a sword around. It's one of those type of movies. I mean... Not only do you have a guy with animal powers and... You know, sorcery, witches... Um... It's got Mr. McDowell, right? Uh, the dad from Good Times. Um, and a great booby scene. Oh, maybe that's why I liked it so much as a kid. And I totally forgot that there was uh, that scene when we were watching it. Uh, when I was watching it with my 10 year old. Um, but I felt it coming. I was like, oh shit. And I told him, close your eyes, right? you ever do that with your kids? He said, "Close your eyes," and he like puts a pillow over his face, or he'll cover his his, his eyes with his hands. Um, that's got to be another uh, dork dad question. It's like, um, what do you what do you do in that situation? But uh, I guess I say close your eyes because I think that's what I remember my mom um, used to tell me. You know, and then you try to, like, peek through your fingers and see what's going on. But, yeah. Um, Plus, the movie has, you know, the late, great Rip Torn who passed away just this summer. So, again, Beastmaster, is it a good movie? Not at all. But I still really really enjoyed a lot I think my son enjoyed it too he really liked the ferrets and the animals um and I'm sure he liked the the girls wearing little loincloths so and if you're into that the guys wear loincloths too so (laughs) um again not a great movie but a good movie uh for me at least so If you've never seen it before, its I would say it's worth watching. Go ahead and check it out. The Beastmaster. Alright, what else am I watching? I mentioned this on the RLU Weekly show that I was on maybe a couple weeks by the time you hear this. uh, When we talk about Joker. um, Or at least... Andre and Rich got to talk about Joker, (laughs) Um, those guys can talk, let me tell you, they're great guys, but um, sometimes it's hard to get in your two cents, but I love those guys, but I brought up Big Mouth Season 3, and there was more discussion about, oh, it sucks, and this and that, Season 1 was good, Season 2 sucked, this season sucks, you know what? I wasn't going on there saying that this is the greatest show ever, right? I was going on there to say that I just like the show. I mean, like I just said, it's like, you're not winning any awards with this show. It's not groundbreaking. It's not monumental. I like it for what it is. It's it's similar to South Park. I mean... You watch it because it's raunchy. Because it's stupid. That's the reason why I watch it. Not because it's some great show. Um, I just like to watch it to, again, be taken away to another world. And forget about my daily troubles. That's why I watch movies. That's why I watch shows to be taken away and yeah anyways i just thought i had to maybe defend my my recommendation so big mouth season 3 again it's not the greatest but i enjoy it and that's my review okay okay now what everybody has been waiting for my take on El Camino A Breaking Bad Movie Now for everybody that's been hiding under a rock since twenty thirteen and don't do not know what breaking bad is go watch it. It's five seasons go watch that shit then come back and watch El Camino. Now this takes place right, I mean like right after, right? Right after the end of the series. We got Jesse, Jesse Pinkman on the run. Oh, you know what? I'm not, I'm not going to get too deep into it. I'm not going to, this will be a spoiler free review. All I got to say Um, You can tell from the trailer that he's on the run He's driving All I can say is That Aaron Paul He needed this, right? He hasn't done shit since Breaking Bad And everybody loves him as Jesse Pinkman Uh, I thought it was very, very good It's an epilogue to a story we know and love and I think or I really believe that um, we could even continue the story of Jesse Pinkman. And, you know, looking back at the movie as a whole, even if you had no um, didn't even know what what uh, Breaking Bad was. I really think you can watch this movie uh, and follow it, follow what's going on just because of everything uh, everything that's included in the movie you get flashbacks of old characters Um, I don't think it's a spoiler but you see flashbacks of uh, Walter White, we get a glimpse of uh, Mike Armantrout, we see of course his buddies, right? Skinny Pete and Badger, we see Jessica Jones Kristen Ritter And we see old Joe From the junkyard And of course We see Another Rest in peace We see Robert Foster uh, Who just passed away On the 11th On the release date Which is Really sad Um But we see his character Great job Um I love his character in this movie. So again, I don't, I don't want to spoil it. Um, I'll just say that I really, really enjoyed it. But basically, it's about a man that is in trouble, and he needs a way out. His friends help him out um, to get what he needs. Um, we see some flashbacks showing on. Uh, that give us the idea of his plan on on how to how to get out of his problem and you know it's just an overall like I said it's a good epilogue to the show but of course as always there's haters out there saying that the continuity in this movie does not match up with the end of the show since it's supposed to be right after the series but you know what, um, people, it's been six years. Now, you tell me if you look the same after six years, right? Again, sometimes I think we take this stuff too seriously. It's a movie, right? It's make-believe. So, that's the biggest thing that I'm hearing um, negative from from what's out there on the interwebs. Um, you know, much like Joker, it's... Um, really what a broken man, he is, Aaron Paul's character is broken at the beginning of this movie, he is so freaked out, I mean, at the end of Breaking Bad, or in that last season, they held him in a cage, I mean, what would that do to you, if you were held in a cage, and just, they only let you out to cook meth, Right? You would go crazy too. So he's a broken man. But then. Finds his way. And I really want to see. What happens next. uh, In the world of Breaking Bad. And what happens next. For Jesse Pinkman. So. Again that's my. Unspoilery review. I really really liked it. But at the same time. I like a lot of things, you know, except for Aquaman and BBS. <laughs> um like I said earlier when when I watch movies, when I watch shows, I just like to be taken somewhere else to forget about uh the real world for a couple of hours. So Again, I like almost anything and everything, but I really, really like this movie. I guess mainly because I like the show. And if you haven't watched the show or didn't like the show, I still think that this movie could hold up as a standalone movie. Um, as As the movie goes on, you can figure out uh, what exactly is happening Without really knowing everything that was that came out of the show. So I give it two thumbs up and recommend you watching this movie. So I think that's going to do it for this episode, everybody. Again, thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, listening to my nonsense. And just a side note, if we're talking about... Um, a broken man or woman, you know, and to tag along, uh, from this last week's weekly show on the RLU. If, if you got something going on in your life, um, that's really bringing you down, dragging you down, talk to someone. I don't care who it is. Talk to a coworker, talk to your spouse, talk to a friend, talk to a stranger, um, talk to someone, um, get help. It'll be okay. You're not alone. Everybody goes through stuff. Um, you can talk to me. Uh, you can send me a message. You could even email me. Uh, you can email me at dorkdadpodcast at gmail.com if you want to send a personal note or message so with that again everybody thanks again please remember to like subscribe leave a review all that stuff again follow me at dorkdadpodcast on instagram and facebook and i'm gonna try to put more stuff on twitter but again shout out to let's see a whole bunch of people collecting weekly podcasts, comic book characters podcast, Franken Culture Podcast, uh, Hustlers Huddle Podcast, So Bonita or So Taco Podcast, and of course the Raw Live Unedited Podcasting Network. And until next time, I will see you later.
0: You've been listening to the Dork Dad Podcast. Please remember to follow, like, subscribe, and share with your friends. Until next time, keep it dorky.